Hey guys, this is Tori Talk Scripture, and I'm Tori. And just like always, it's been a while. Ah, I don't want to say always, but I think there's times in my life where sometimes doing these is kind of hard. I felt a drought in a sense. Um, I didn't want to just come on here and talk and pretend like I was really passionate about it at that point when I wasn't really feeling it. And, um, I was writing a Bible study today and we're talking about David in the Bible and Psalm 139 stuck out to me and I read it multiple times. I'm sure that some of you have heard the, um, verse that talks about, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And that's most of the time what we associate with Psalm 139. Um, but I took some time to read it and I was like, yeah, I got to share this and I got to share some thoughts. I'm, I'm currently getting my master's in counseling and we're just talking a lot about bonding and relationships and, um, just our need for people in our lives, good relationships and, um, how God provides that for us. You know, I, I think it was either Dr. Townsend or in this book um, by Henry Cloud called Changes That Heal. They're, they're talking about we have two holes in our heart and one's a God-sized hole and it's the only one he can fill. And we have this relationship-sized hole that um, good relationships fill. God made us to be people in relationship with him, in relationship with others. We have this desire to connect and connect well and to connect healthily um, and that can be kind of hard to connect with people. We live in a world um, that's very broken and very evident of that. Um, we all have sin in our heart and um, don't always look out for what's best for one another. When we're called to love God and love others, sometimes we sometimes love God, sometimes love others, and mostly love ourselves. I know I'm a um, victim of that. But I want to read Psalm 139, and I want to to just reflect on it. I want you to hear the words. I want you to um, think about the questions I'm, I'm asking and um, just reflect on it for yourself. So Psalm 139, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know where I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with with all of my ways. That phrase, those two, three verses right there are both comforting and terrifying because I'm, I'm comforted that God knows everything about me, but I'm also terrified because there's certain parts of me that I don't know if I want him to know. And that's, that's the truth of the matter is we try to hide from God and David here is talking and he's like, yeah, you know every breath I'm about to take before I even take it. And yet, you still choose me, God. So we keep going on and says, before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. And if I make my bed in the depths, you are there. 
I think this contrast of up in the heavens and in the depths is this beautiful representation of how God is with us in the high times and in the low times. And I, I find so much comfort that even in the darkest, most deep places of my heart, God is there. He's not afraid of me. He's not afraid of you. He loves you. And that's where that God-sized hole gets filled is he, he's like, I can take that. And the beautiful thing is when we can find people that emulate that love that God has for us and says, hey, I can take that too. I can go in the well. I can go with you on the highest of high days and the lowest of low days. And I'm going to be with you in the darkest places. It's a beautiful thing to have. And it says, if I rise on wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. A little fun fact, whenever a psalm is talking about the right hand or anywhere is talking about the right hand, he's talking about Jesus. David knew that there was someone that was with him, this presence that this, that Jesus was there We have people in the Old Testament already recognizing that Jesus will guide us and hold us steadfast. And he goes on to say, If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night all around me, even in the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like day and for the darkness is as light to you. No matter how dark a situation is, there is light the darkness will feel very real to you. And as Jesus holds the lantern and walks with you through it, you will be guided. He promises that. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm here to let you know you're not junk. God doesn't make junk. He intricately wove you in your mother's womb. You were chosen before you even knew you were chosen, before you were baptized. God knew you. God loved you. And he still loves you. If we go on, it says, Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. For when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained me were written in your in your book. Before one of them came to be, how precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. And then there's a little turn here where David's, he's frustrated. There are people that are trying to get him. And frankly, we all have that. We have people that are against us. We have things that try to um, tempt us the wrong way. He wants to get rid of the filth. And so he says, if only you, God, would slay the wicked away from me. You who are bloodthirsty, they speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and arbor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me. God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way 
everlasting. I think these last two verses are some of the boldest things that we can ask God. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. I don't know about you guys. I don't like to be tested. No way, no how. But if God is with me, maybe I can do it. But you know what? That's where the trust comes in. That's where the faith comes in. God has promised many things and he's fulfilled those promises and is going to continue to fulfill those promises. God is with you until everlasting life. He is with me until everlasting life. He is with the enemy that we can't stand. (laughs) He's with them too. I just want you to know that you are loved. You are not junk. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And even the well that you think that God doesn't deserve to go in with you, he's going to do it. And I pray that he gives you people to go in the well with you so that you know that you're not alone in this life. You are loved. Let us pray. Gracious Father, thank you for this time that we can know and find comfort that you know our hearts. For better or for worse, you love us, you forgive us, and you wash us clean. Let us find comfort in knowing that you made us individual, unique, and we just pray that you are with us and give us comfort when there are people out there that want to harm us. God, us, let us, God, let us always look to you when we are being tested. Know our anxious thoughts and give us peace. In your name we pray. Amen.